0: Refusal One of my closest friends is considerably younger than me. I'm honestly convinced that we shared a path in a previous life, and that's why we click so much this time around. We get each other in ways that happens only once or twice in a lifetime. It's the only thing that makes sense for why we understand each other so well and have obscure interests in common. Things we don't share are shame and guilt. I've said it before, there are some things in this life that I was not tasked to struggle with. Shame and guilt are two of the big ones. Which, looking at my history, doesn't make sense. But maybe I tackled them in another life, or I will be tasked with them in a future life. But this go-round, because I am witness to them, I feel like I see them with outsider clarity. It's easy to forget our age difference between my friend and I, and sometimes. I forget she hasn't tackled the conditioning of her youth. Because being in her 20s, she still has the conditioning of her upbringing, her family's patterns of relating to one another, and her enabling ways. As someone who had enabling ways, severe ones, I see her need to change them far clearer than she does. It's her conditioning that stops her from seeing she's a fucking rock star stuck in a scared child's body. Yes, on some level. She knows this. But on another level, all the conditioning and the patterns of her family keep her in the world of the scared child. I often wish I could just flip a switch and somehow make the shared struggle of enabling clear and obvious. That's really just the best way to explain it. As a switch, I want to flip it so bad instead of finding words to explain. But I know deep down... It's in the writing that I get to feel clarity for myself and her. I get to have the extra benefit of sharing with others, so finding words is what I must do. We're all so much more alike than we want to admit. Anytime I listen to someone tell their story of vulnerability and hardship laced with pain and joy, I feel connection and understanding like we're all on the same roller coaster. Just some of us have a better seat cushion than others. I often write because of this friend, and there's a pattern I've noticed in my desire to explain things for her. And she's probably sick of me, hearing me say, choose differently. And I don't say this to her in regard to choices in life, like left or right, green or gold, baseball or soccer. I'm always trying to explain to her that the thought patterns and conditioning she lives with are because she continues to choose the same way of thinking over and over. She only kind of sees it. She doesn't understand how her thoughts are a choice. She hasn't found command of that organ, whose job it is to just think and think and think. There are countless examples of her allowing her brain to run the show. So without giving examples, I will give a pattern. She has to make everyone happy. She has to apologize for everything that is and isn't her fault. She has to try and fix missed communications, misunderstandings. She has to blame herself for the things outside of her control. She feels guilt over them, and she can't see that she has no power to change the way others perceive things. And she does this all the time. Her thought processes have her hearing she's responsible for everything while being unable to grasp she isn't responsible for anything. It's like she tells herself she's supposed to have omnipotent power while literally having no power and beating herself up for it. I'm forever trying to find a new way to say to her, choose to feel differently, choose to see it differently. Choose, choose, choose. But I might have had a breakthrough with her recently because she got COVID. Instead of wrapping her head around this pandemic we've been in for almost two years now, she turned the need for co-workers to quarantine because she got sick into something that sounded like she's responsible for the pandemic. Not that she was saying that. But I don't think she could hear herself. Her need to blame herself for anything COVID and situation related, which is what her family does to her, by the way, is a pattern of guilt and torture she follows. So I had to say to her, this is a pandemic. And she tried to explain why she's responsible for so many people. And because I'm one of these people, it was like, An explanation with an insistence of guilt that she might have put me in harm's way by potentially giving me COVID. I'm afraid it's impossible for me to see it like she does. We spend a lot of time together, and since we're both introverts, mostly alone, the measure of time we are together is significant. So it makes sense if she were going to give COVID to anyone, I'm right up there at the top of the list of people that she could have made sick by believing she just had a sore throat. We also work together, have done for five years. And so our lives are not just very intertwined. We love each other copious amounts. So with her huge heart and her patterns of taking responsibility for everything, Her stress over possibly making people sick, including me, was taking over her mind as she got sicker and sicker, stuck in bed, feeling miserable. I know that stress is related to my having kept her updated on my close friends that had COVID and were miserable. She listened to me worry over them and stew about their visits to the hospital and their discomfort, not being able to breathe, hurting everywhere and not getting better at a normal pace. She knows it's hard for me when the people I adore are not okay. So not only was she suddenly in a position of being one of these people that I would worry over, she was in a position of putting me in the same situation. And sensible Natty, trying to think of every way to explain to her that she didn't cause anything, that it's inevitable that most people will get COVID and the people they spend time with will also get it. I had to remind her that most people are talking like the vaccine is how we stop the spread of it. No, the vaccine is how we lessen the effects of it and not overwhelm our hospitals. The vaccine isn't a solution. It's a help. People want everything to be so black and white. And that's where everyone is so frustrated There is no fix. Vaccinated or not, it will spread. Most people will still get sick. They'll still spread it even if they got one of the three vaccines approved in this country. I know people who got the vaccine and were still sick for 30 days with the Delta variant. And I know people who have had COVID twice now. This is not an environment to be blaming yourself. Everyone is powerless. Everyone hates pain and misery that this virus causes, but it doesn't matter what century we're in. A pandemic is a pandemic. All we can do is our best. And if you want to keep working, keep living, keep doing anything, you have to understand there is a risk you will get sick. And this has been the case forever. This is not new information. This is not just COVID-19 onward. So I come back to my need to convince my friend to think differently. And her saying back to me, I know I should think differently, but it's hard to change. And then I remind her it's a choice. So I tried to think of a new way to say it. Like something that is kind of a choice, but kind of not a choice. And I say to her, this is like taking a pee or a poop. You think it's a choice because you're the one that pulls down your pants and sits on the toilet, but not really. Your body is still going to do its thing processing food and water, whether or not you sit on the pot. I'm talking about a different kind of choice, one where you have to actually act and stop the body from doing its thing. It's a decision. And then I found the word I was looking for. It's a refusal. You have to refuse to see it the way you are. Something in you wants to believe this is your fault. You want to feel bad about a pandemic. But you must choose to refuse seeing it that way. I think the word I've been missing when trying to explain to her about boundaries about not letting her family be so emotionally abusive, about not being a yes-man, about not being a fall guy, about not being a punching bag, is refuse. I kind of see it the way I would see the clarity of mind in a life-or-death situation. Sometimes what you do is freeze without clarity of mind and let what happens just unfold. And sometimes... You get sharp, bite and refuse to let anything simply unfold. Sure, both are scary. Both are dangerous. But one is a choice to refuse. Am I going to stand still and willingly let someone hurt me? Or am I going to make a choice that moves me away from them? It's not only a thought, it's also an action. And that's where the sticky part is. That's why it's hard to explain, because it's a thought that requires you to act on the thought by thinking differently. They are both thoughts. But the second type of thought is one that makes a change. Change through refusal to keep letting the usual pattern unfold. It's a kibosh of thoughts by new thoughts. Like the harmful thought is cold air, and the solution thought is lighting a fire. Like the harmful thought is allowing passage, and the solution thought is the slamming of the door. What do people do in movies when something or someone is trying to harm them? They do something to get away or stop the harm. This is the same thing. You can sit in your bed with COVID Miserable with body aches, a headache, coughing, struggling to breathe, and allow the thought that any part of this pandemic was you putting others in harm's way, or you can refuse to allow that thought. The words I have to help my friend understand are expectation, action, and refusal, more so than choice, because she seems to expect that her internal thought patterns changing are just going to happen on their own somehow by it being pointed out a change needs to take place. Refusing is an action word. It's an action deed. It's an action even in thought. And until you refuse, you will choose to continue doing the same things over and over, not understanding the difference between action and expectation. And it still all comes back to boundaries, not allowing people to be emotionally abusive, not being a yes man, a fall guy, or a punching bag. You have to learn to refuse. As always, Nat and Chat is brought to you by SeedsAndCells.net.